flaw in the plan. While in the middle of a heated battle, Clone Trooper Top lost his senses and killed a Jedi General. Seeming to have no awareness of his actions, Top's health began to deteriorate rapidly. Fearing the illness was linked to a separatist plot, Anakin Skywalker has dispatched Captain Rex and Arc Trooper 5555 to escort Top back to the cloning facilities on Kamino for an intensive evaluation. Bucketheads, Mavar Chigar, welcome to our 222nd cold, calculating, conspiracy-laden episode of Mandovision. I'm your host, Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach us is, of course, on social media, where we're at, we're at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Email the show, MandovisionTom at gmail.com, and be sure to like and subscribe Follow and share this show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. How is everyone doing? How is Buckethead Nation today? We're back for another thrilling installment of this in this uh, cut too soon season, cut short too soon season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and we're in a huge episode to kick things off. Uh, we're in, in the midst of this big clone conspiracy episode uh, that, that gives us a lot of the information that we spent years asking about. Uh, for Order 66, what was Order 66? How was it implemented? How did it come to be? Uh, and 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 just and just you know all that all that information, all that backstory that we have kind of wondered and speculated about since Attack of the Clones, or excuse me, since Revenge of the Sith first came out, and and we finally started getting answers to things in 2014. It only it took a little bit, but we got there eventually, and. I have to say that these episodes are so fun. Uh, this episode in particular, uh, it's like the opposite of, of what we opened season six with, which was a you know a very action-heavy uh, episode of the show. This is very uh, plot and character-driven. Spent a lot of time with Fives, get to know a little bit more about Fives and the way he thinks about things, and and the way the clones sort of think and process about things. Like there's a, there's a, some great moments in the show for Fives, while also beginning to see the, the tip of the iceberg of the, of the conspiracy that the clones unwittingly are involved in uh, since their inception. And getting to peel back the layers on all of this stuff and, and, and kind of have this mystery re- revealed in the way in which they reveal it in, the, in, the, in this arc is really, really impressive stuff. And I can't wait to spend more time and talk with all of you guys 
about the coolness of these episodes. So let's just go ahead and get the particulars of the episode out of the way right now. This is Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 6, Episode 2, Conspiracy. Original air date, March 7th, 2014. Directed by Brian Callan O'Connell, written once again by Katie Lucas, who continues to churn out just amazing episodes of, of the series thus far. Uh, our, let's go ahead and do our plot for this week. <laughs> Clone Trooper Tup is undergoing a medical examination in the sterile laboratories of Kamino to find the motives for his shocking attack on the Jedi Master. For the examination to succeed... See, this isn't even right. This is, ac- this is false. <laughs> for the examination to succeed, Trooper Fives must enter the depth of Tup's mind. That doesn't happen. That's not in the episode. IMDB, get your stuff together. That's junk. That's garbage. You're bedding that. You probably should be. Uh, our, our cast for this week's episode, let's go ahead. D. Bradley Baker is the Clone Troopers. Ben Deskin makes his, his I think, believe this is his first appearance as AZI-3. Gwendolyn Yao as Nala Say. Tasia uh, Valenza as Shakti. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Bob Bergen is Lama Su. Tom Kane is the narrator and Yoda and also a medical droid. Tim Curry is Chancellor Palpatine. Corey Burton is, Dar- is Lord Tyrannus, also known as Count Dooku. And Terrence T.C. Carson steps in as Mace Windu. So one of the things that I had really sort of forgotten about with this episode of the show was, uh, in hindsight now, a lot of the track they lay, uh, they lay out a lot of track in this episode for things that they get back to in The Bad Batch. Uh, again, you know, AZI-3 is in here. Nalase is a big part of this episode, big chunk of this episode, and it's but it's a Nalase that's very different from the one we we see in the Bad Batch and and with with her feelings towards Omega. Uh, this is a much more cold and calculating Nalase. So I thought that was a very interesting aspect of it because again I had sort of forgotten. Again, I knew the Kaminoans were in this arc. I couldn't. I did not remember that it was Nalase, and I I found that to be very very interesting from what we've seen of that character in Star Wars: The Bad Batch, and so I'm sort of racking my brain now, like what else does Nalase do in this in in in, in this arc that it might be of note to uh, fans of Star Wars: The Bad Batch. So again, and we'll 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 get to play some of the some of the, some dialogue from this episode. You you can hear it in her voice. Gwendolyn, uh, Gwendolyn Yao does a very different. Uh, I shouldn't say very different, but tonally speaking, uh, just her tone as Nalase is is very different than what we see in the Bad Batch, and I kind of dig it. All right, so with that being said, you know what time it is. It is time. Strap on your buckets, and let's go. You must let the doctors do their work. Do not be afraid. Your friend is in quite capable hands. Dr. Nalase is the chief medical scientist on Camino. She was one of the primary engineers of all the clones. Now we must take care of you. Me? There's nothing wrong with me, General. I'm perfectly fine. We can't be sure of that until we've completed a full exam. If a virus was the cause of Tup's breakdown, you have more than likely been exposed to the contagion. You haven't entered the advanced stages yet, as Tup has, but any information we can gather from you could help to find a cure for Tup. (sighs) All right, General. If it'll help, Tup. So as Shaq T states, the Republic still under the impression that this is some sort of viral attack from the Separatists against the clone army. And last week, in last week's show, when we talked about this idea first being banded about to, to Anakin Skywalker, uh, I sort of appreciated like this, this what felt to me to be a nod 
to uh, the work of Karen Travis in the old expanded universe and her uh, Republic Commando novels in particular. Uh, but the more I sat with this idea, and uh, then in, in the beginning of watching this episode, it really kind of reaffirmed the, the, my feelings on this. Uh, I think it's a uh, silly, <laughs> silly concept to kind of explore in, the, in this episode, to kind of hint at a viral thing. And they're only concerned about, about fives. Meanwhile, like, like Shakti sends Rex back to the front, uh, when in theory, if this was some sort of viral attack, every clone on Ringovinda would uh, would 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 be need to be quarantined and, and kept apart from everybody else, right? Uh, it'd be a very different scenario if this was if they believed this to be some sort of biological attack, right? There'd be a lot more elements in play here to isolate and separate the clones who they believe might be exper- exposed. So, the, the, in this episode in particular, it, it it felt a little silly to kind of uh, have the Republic believing this. Now, now there is a turning point in the episode when Shakti, after the initial examinations on, on Tup are done, Shakti comes to some, some other conclusions that differ. Now, the Kaminoans, Lamasu and Nalase and Lamasu both, uh, they're going with this viral thing because that's a perfect cover for what, what we are about to be uh, uh, told a little bit later in the episode what's about to be revealed as far as the fact that, like, yes, indeed, the Kaminoans were part of this conspiracy as well. They did, in fact, implant these chips in the clones' heads uh, uh, so that when Order 66 comes through, they follow it without, da- without hesitation. Uh, so I want to play the moment where, where Nala say, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to play the moment where Shaq T presents her theory uh, to Nala say, who is, uh, well, dismissive, is a word that we can use for it. Check it out. Let's go ahead. I need an answer now. This isn't just a physical manifestation of psychosis. You must have missed something. Might I suggest a second brain scan? An atomic level brain scan? This is unnecessary. The phase one and two scans we did are sufficient. He is too weak for a phase five atomic level scan. I calculate the beneficial knowledge we could gain from a Phase 5 atomic scan is worth the risk. The only way to discover what has happened to this clone is to terminate him and do a full-scale autopsy on the molecular level. We must be cautious. I do not believe this is a physical ailment, but a mental condition caused by possible separatist brainwashing. I do not agree. This is a virus of some kind. I am in charge of this examination, and I will decide what is best for my patient. Actually, since the Republic and the Jedi commissioned the clones, it is our responsibility to oversee their care. Every clone and their genetic makeup is property of the Kaminoan government. Now, as a client of ours, I will respect your wishes. But as to the fate of this clone, I will speak to our Prime Minister, Lama Su. And I will advise the Jedi Council on the atomic brain scan and see how they would like to proceed. Very well. So there you have it. Nalase does say something that I thought was interesting here in dropping that, you know, the the clones and their genetic makeup are all still property of the Kaminoan government. I understand, like, the genetic material itself would would definitely be something that the Kaminoan government retains, but... It, 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 it almost makes it sound like the, the, the New Republic is actually just like leasing the clones 
<laughs> and didn't probably just drop an, an ungodly sum of money for them uh, to do with as they please. I, again, I this podcast has said since day one the clones are a slave army. I'm just sort of I just want to know who the slave masters are at this point because it sounds like with what Nalase just said, uh, if the Republic would, I don't know withheld a payment or something, uh, the 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 Kaminoans could just recall all their soldiers. Like there's some sort of like overriding loyalty to the to the Kaminoans and to the instead of the Republic, which feels counter to everything else we've been taught about the clones up to this point. So I just it was interesting. Uh, it could be just now, say, flexing on Shakti. But, uh, again, I found it interesting nonetheless. And now we get to, uh, well, as, as Shakti is going to go off and confer the Jedi Council, Nalase is going to go reach out to Lama Su. And, you know, they're going to go back to their governments. But we get to check in on fives here just in just a moment. And, again, there's enough, there's a lot of parts of this episode that just really highlight some of my favorite parts of the clones overall. Like the, the notion, you know, we've talked about it, like the notion of their brother, brotherhood with each other and their, their quest for individual identity, despite the fact that their appearances are all the same, their genetics are completely a, a match with each other's, uh, but, they, but they crave individuality. And so the conversation that Fives has with AZI uh, is really, really important. I, I think it really underlines a lot of things that a lot of people who have a casual interest in Star Wars don't seem to understand. And uh, I wish they would get more involved in it because, again, the, the quest for identity is something that every person in real life goes through. So, you know, imagine putting yourself in, in, in the boots of a clone soldier. Uh, so let's go ahead and play that clip. No clone uses a number. Not anymore. But you are a number. CT5555. No, I am Fives. Call me Fives. But five is a number. No, not five. Fives. Oh. The difference is minimal. Not to me. And not to any clone. And that always scratches the surface. If you really want to get into the clones and, and their sort of uh, identity quests, uh, by all means, get those Karen Travis books. I love them. I will talk to you all day about them. I am currently rereading them. Uh, just joyous stuff. Now we're going to go ahead and have the conversation between Lamasu and Nalase, where, again, this is, we, we confirm it. It's not just arrogance that, that Nalase was demonstrating and like her, her staunch belief that is a viral thing. No, no, no. The Keminoans are protecting a secret that they are being paid probably a, a handsome sum of money to protect. Let's hear, check it out. It appears there has been a preemptive execution of Clone Protocol 66. How did this happen? I do not know as of yet. However, I recommend we terminate the clone and do a full autopsy to discover how the inhibitor chip was activated. And what of the Jedi? The Jedi Shakti is proposing an atomic level brain scan she has gone to the Jedi Council to seek their approval before proceeding. We must contact Lord Tyrannus. So, not only do we find out that the Kaminoans, you know, are, are involved in this, they, they did those inhibitor chips, but also, like, like, step back a little bit. Like, that also says that they are aware 
of of what the ultimate plan is here of Darth Sidious. That, uh, the, the, you know, unless, again, she said Order 66. I mean, they have to have some understanding of what is coming. So, like, not only are the, is there a conspiracy against the clones themselves, but, like, they're involved in the conspiracy against the Republic uh, and, and a much deeper level than I think, uh, to this point, audiences had, had ever considered, you know? And remember, in the films, we only see the Kaminoans in Episode 2, and then they're gone. Uh, we've gotten to explore their, their connections to everything a lot more fully in this series. And I, I think it's worth sort of underlining a little bit here that uh, th- th- that they are as big a part of this as, as, as Sidious allows them to be, but they know way more than most than a lot of the other sort of uh, um, quote-unquote allies. He's, he's amassed here in, in the Separatists. Like the Kaminoans are, are up to their, their eyeballs in this. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty wild stuff when you, when, you, when you kind of take that step back and you realize, like, oh, the Kaminoans have been in on this since day one. They've been pulling the wool over the eyes of the Jedi, the Republic, everybody, since Obi-Wan Kenobi showed up there in Episode 2. Uh, just that, 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 to me, that is a really fascinating piece of information. So now we'll go ahead and play the moment that uh, Lamasu reaches out to Lord Tyrannus. They've been expecting your transmission. I have heard of the malfunctioning clone. How widespread is the problem? It seems to be an isolated incident. However, this is a delicate situation. We need to terminate the clone as soon as possible in order to extract and analyze the inhibitor chip that you provided to us. Very good. Terminate the clone immediately. However, Send the chip to me for analysis. And what if the Jedi ask for the chip and the results of the autopsy? You must remember, the chip is a safeguard against betrayal from rogue Jedi. Master Sifo Dias was the only Jedi who knew of this. But with his passing, we alone know of this secret. And you must keep it that way. Yes, Lord Tyrannus. These Jedi are a curious cult. Too spiritual for my taste. I will terminate the clone immediately. So there you go. There's a little bit of, of deception on Tyrannus's part to, to sort of... Um, <laughs> Again, he's misleading the Kaminoans, but like they're, they're, they are, I still hold true to like They are neck deep in this. They are, they are just as guilty as anybody else in, in the downfall of the Republic, the role they play in it. Yeah, they're being used, but again, they have more insight into what is coming than probably more people have been allowed to have under, uh, under the, uh, the machinations of, of Sidious. Uh, now we'll go ahead and let's cut to Shakti meeting with the Jedi Council uh, and, and the way in which they want to handle things. Again, this is sort of, we're building our conspiracy here. We're pitting our, we're, we're pitting our players against each other. This is the Republic's chance, the Jedi's chance to kind of get information that would be massively beneficial <laughs> just just staving off their downfall so it's, it's kind of kind of pivotal stuff right here check it out the kaminoans have suggested that we terminate the clone and do a rigorous molecular autopsy to discover the virus i believe this solution is ill-advised my belief is that tup has been brainwashed by the separatists using some new process we do not yet understand brainwashing how could that be possible General Skywalker reported Tub missing on Ringovinda, but after five rotations, he turned up again. That event preceded this episode. Perhaps he was compromised at that point. 
We must find the truth behind this situation, or we could find many more clones turned against us. I would like to implement a level 5 atomic brain scan to see if his thought processes are still functioning normally. And what do the Kaminoans think of that? They feel Tup is so weak, the level 5 atomic brain scan would damage his neural tissue and possibly kill him. Their approach would be to terminate him, thus leaving the brain fully intact for the autopsy. Bring Clone Trooper Tup back to the Jedi Temple. Yes. Examine him with the Force, we shall. And unravel this mystery. We will. Yes, Master. I'll bring him back immediately. So there you have it. Shaq T, Nalase, both going to go after Tup. And uh, <laughs> um, let's just pause for a minute. Let's, like a little, let's put a little pin in it. I just really did want to highlight. Uh, it's really nice to spend some time with Shaq T in this episode. Uh, a Jedi who, when we first see her on screen, in, I want to say it was in episode two. I, I could be mistaken if we had seen her in Phantom Menace, but I think it was in episode two, Attack of the Clones. We first see her visually on screen. Uh, and and uh, a visually arresting character. Uh, our first time seeing a Togruta, who, again, the, the, the people, the species of Ahsoka Tano. So this is our, sort of our first taste of a fully... Uh, uh, it's Well, I shouldn't say that. It's, it, but it's a nice compare and contrast when you get to spend time with the young Ahsoka and you see Shakti and, and you know, kind of like the, the sort of like regal elegance that the character possesses as she grows up, right? Like, you, it's like an A and a B, right? I, I'm, I am tripping over myself with what I'm trying to say here, but Shakti is a cool looking Jedi and I'm glad we get to spend some time with them in this episode. And it is just a reminder that she was the first. She came before Ahsoka and that's just kind of neat. So I like that very, very much. All right, let's find our next moment in this episode because, you know, Fives knows something's going on. He's sort of recruiting AZI for, for an assist. They're going to do a scan on Tup without Shaq T, without Nalase. They know something's going on. So Fives is going to convince AZI that his programming requires him to save this life, not just to follow orders. Uh, and so they're going to do the brain scan that AZI initially suggested and try to figure out what is wrong with Tup. And then they will be the first people to figure out there's more going on here with Tup in his brain than anybody has been led to believe. Everything appears to be normal. Wait a second. What? What is it? It appears this clone has developed a tumor. Is that even possible? I have never witnessed anything like this in your kind. Then, what is it? I cannot be sure without a biopsy. You're gonna take it out of him. Alright, well, that was the bad part. You know, Fives and our trooper shouldn't be quite so clumsy. <laughs> but this brings Nalase into the room as she was outside of it initially. And... AZI is going to bring this to her attention. So let's go ahead and check out this scene. As, as Fives attempts to hide so that she doesn't know that he's in the room, it gets a little uncomfy as, as things start moving around and Fives has to stay out of sight. Doctor, I have found something unusual in this scan. It appears to be a tumor. Perhaps you should take a look. You performed a second scan without my authorization? As I stated, I was following my programming. 
Then you are like this clone. Defective. You will be put on report for deactivation. But the tumor... This tumor seems to be blocking neural impulses from communicating within the brain. We should scan the rest of the clones to see if this is a problem with their base genetic model or a mutation with the current models. There is no tumor. Your scan is incorrect. But this clone clearly has a virus that remains undetected. But I will find the cause once he's terminated. Now leave. So now AZI knows, Fives knows, Nala stays up to something. This is all suspicious behavior, but AZI is in big trouble because now he's going to be on a report for deactivation. That can't go well for him. But again, now Fives is, is in the middle of something that is bigger than him. He knows that the information he now has is big time trouble. And it's going to be, listen... You know what's coming. Let's just let's just get to it. All right. <laughs> They're still trying to save Tup. Tup's life is on the line here. Nala say can't wait for him to be dead so that they can cover up uh, any 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 sort of uh, uh, evidence of the inhibitor chip and everything that comes along with that. The Jedi, the Republic, cannot know about this stuff ahead of time. So the 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 Kaminoans will do whatever it takes. CT five three eight five will be terminated so that others like him could survive. There are others like him. Top doesn't have to die. You found a tumor. I'm sure that's the cause of all this. It's the only thing that makes sense. But how can we proceed? Do your biopsy. I'm sure what you find will prove Top does not have to die. But Nala Se does not believe- We're not going to Nala Se with whatever you find. We'll go to the General, to Shakti. She helped me once as a cadet. I know she values the life of a clone. But we will be disobeying direct orders. Yep, for the second time today. Can you hack into the medical center's mainframe? I do possess that ability, yes. All right. Well, here's what you need to do. All right, so Fives, our ARC trooper, has got a plan, and he's got a little accomplice in AZI. So things are looking, they hope, looking pretty good. But they got to act quick because uh, Nalase and Lamasu are about to end the life of Tup, but they stage a little bit of a diversion so that they can, they can do a little, they can, uh, excuse me, they can clear the room, do the biopsy, and remove the tumor to give themselves the evidence that they need that something's going on here, and they will present that to Shakti as they stated. I just kind of repeated the whole plan. But <laughs> let's go ahead and, and play the moment when this all comes, comes together for them. And, um... Yeah, let's, let's just do it. Let's, let's let the clip speak for itself. All right, friends? So, Fives and AZI get their moment alone with Tup so they can remove the tumor via um, the, the magical tech future, or not even futuristic, the magical technology that exists in the Star Wars uh, universe, galaxy, whatever you want to call it nowadays, since they've expanded to beyond one galaxy. Uh, and here's a moment where Nalase enters the room Shakti will be right behind her. Uh, and and Fives believes he has all the evidence he needs to save the life of his friend Tup. And, well, there's a lot going on in this scene. Let's go ahead and just let it play out. Here we go. What have you done? We've saved my friend's life. This tumor is the cause of his illness. Give me that. 
You can't be trusted. Stand down, trooper. General, I have evidence. It's right here. What is he saying? Brother, what mission? You... You know the one. The, the mission. The one in our dreams. That never ends. The one in our dreams. Oh, brother. This is the end. Forget the mission. The nightmare. I'm free. No. No. I thought I saved him. Well, it didn't go your way, Fives. And Nalase has the evidence in her hand of of the quote unquote tumor that we know is not a tumor. But this all seems to work out just well enough for the Supreme Chancellor. Let's go ahead and play the final moments here as Shaq T and Nalase deliver their report to Chancellor Palpatine himself. But again, this is just the beginning of the conspiracy. Sir, the clone CT-5385 has died. Such a tragedy. I recommend we do further tests on this tumor at the Jedi Temple to see if it is the cause of the problem. Or even better, have the tumor sent to the Grand Republic Medical Facility here on Coruscant. The Jedi Council requested the clone. I think the Chancellor is correct. The Grand Medical Facility is state-of-the-art. If we are to find an answer to this puzzle, we will find it there. We are in agreement, then? Yes, sir. And the episode ends with, with Palpatine doing his best Mr. Burns impression. All he needs to do is twiddle his fingers together and say, excellent. And it'd be, be perfect, perfect comparison to go side by side with, him, with uh, Palpatine and Mr. Burns. It'd be wonderful. But now Palpatine's getting what he wants. The tumor's coming to Coruscant. The tumor, a.k.a. the inhibitor chip, is coming to Coruscant, a medical facility of which he has control over. He has people in place. Uh, and, and again, Nalase supports these things. Like She's aware enough of the conspiracy to know that this is what needs to have happen if the Jedi get access to this. Now again, the, the, the wool has been pulled over the eyes of the Kaminoans as well. They believe that the Jedi are, are a faction that can't be trusted. All right? So they're not, they're not seeing this as, as a, 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 a coup within the Republic that's coming forward. They just seem to have enough information to know that the Jedi can't be trusted and that this inhibitor chip is, is for... Uh, the protection of the Republic against betrayal by the Jedi. So I suppose, in a sense, Nalase and the Kaminoans are think they're doing the right thing. But again, they're they're so far involved in this that like like they <laughs> they have to know, right? It's one of those things. I wish we had gotten to explore a little bit more with on the Bad Batch before they before they leveled Tabaka City. If you know, you know, uh, uh, Lama Su taken into custody, dispatched basically silenced for all time. Uh, it, it would have been nice to, to have them have a conversation where they're like, oh, wow, we, uh, yeah, we really helped make that happen, didn't we? <laughs> but it's not, it's not to be. That's, that's not how Star Wars works. Star Wars does not give us uh, all the answers that we want, right? It doesn't give us uh, uh, all, those, all that minutia, all those little conversations that, that 
I think some of us would really enjoy having as fans. But regardless, uh, the Kaminoans, the Chancellor, uh, Count Dooku, all getting what they want. And the Jedi will continue to be uh, kept in the dark of the, the, the conspiracy against the clones, the conspiracy against them. And again, this is only the second episode of this arc. So get ready, friends. There's a lot going on here. And I can't wait to talk more about the rest of this season because uh, the rest of this arc in particular, uh, because it's so gosh darn good and so impactful and important to the overall series. Uh, uh, just and, and just the way it helps give us big pieces of, of information, of mythology for the movies, you know? They, with the material that we get from Star Wars The Clone Wars, the prequel trilogy becomes so much more deep and complex than what we just got from the films. The, the films were scratching the surface. We get so much more substance from this, this show uh, to, to recontextualize those films and... and these this arc in particular is one of those one of those arcs that like really give you the information that that you need to sort of look at Attack of the Clone or I'm sorry Revenge of the Sith in a different light when Order sixty six is issued. Uh, great stuff. This is a this is I love conspiracies. You know it, it's I'm leaning eight and a half buckets on this one. The only thing I didn't like was like sort of like this 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 notion of of a of a virus right it, that seemed flimsy. <laughs> that seemed flimsy at first, but again, no, this is like eight and a half. It's it's real close to nine buckets. That virus thing is just kind of like like gnawing at me a little bit, bug me. Just not a fan of that. But good, good Star Wars happening right here in this arc. Just woof, get ready because I can't wait to talk talk to you all about the next episode. It's going to be a good time. All right. So with that being said, I think we're going to wrap up. There's not a lot of Star Wars news to kind of get into right now. Nothing of uh, uh, nothing of, of massive import at the moment. You know, they announced some new, new comics at the at New York Comic Con, and, and uh, we're excited about those, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about the comic books in particular on the podcast at the, at the moment. So we're not going to focus on those for the time being, but if something important happens in those comics, you know I will talk about it. So let's go ahead and close things up. I want to thank everyone in Buckethead Nation for continuing to support this show. Your support means the world to me. We are the Main Division Podcast. I am your host, Nargai Tom. You can just call me Tom, though. You don't have to say Nargai. I'm just your guy. <laughs> Good Lord. We got to go. I, again, I thank you for your, all your support in this small, independent Star Wars podcast. We truly, truly appreciate every single person who takes the time to download, stream, and listen to our show. Thank you very, very much. Read to us, reach out to us on the socials. We're at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter, Instagram. Email the show, Tom at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and share the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert. If you're on one of those sweet podcasting formats that do reviews, hey, we like the big ones. Five-star reviews. So helpful for small shows like us to stand out, not get lost in the galactic shuffle of other clone conspiracies that may be out there. So thank you all so, so much. Keep your buckets on because this is an intense arc we're in the middle of. And again, we got two more to go in this, and it's only going to get bigger and more intense as we go. All right, Buckethead Nation, go out there. Be great Star Wars fans. Be supportive of other Star Wars fans, even if they're even if they have crazy ideas and you're like, I don't know about that one. But be supportive. Be awesome people. Buckethead Nation, you are the best. And remember this podcast can only end one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Just did the castle run in 12 parsecs.
Not if you round down, buddy. Mm. Yeah. Mm.